As quickly as you can. Snatch the pebbles from my hand. When you can take the pebble from my hand, it will be time for you to leave. Get it down. down, yeah. What's the, um, cause that, what, because like, Muay, Thai, Muay Thai in Thailand is a way of life. Wow. It's not just, hey, uh, class is at seven, you know, be there on time, stretch, get out there and start doing things. No, Muay Thai is, is life for for many of these people. In a lot of cases, these are, and, and, and for those that don't know much about Thailand, Thailand uh, is a third world country. Um, yeah. There's successful people. There's the, some very poor people. Yeah. Um, some of the best fighters, though, are the poorest. Mm. Um, they come from rice, rice farms. Matter wow. of fact, the idea of getting out of that way of life, you know, they're given this opportunity, you know, fighting. Ah, uh, yeah, so, yeah. So when it comes to America, you know, we do football, we got soccer, we got baseball, but for the most part, it's fun stuff. You know, hey, you know, you learn it as a kid. It's yeah. all cool, fun. Thailand, uh, when they when they look at Muay Thai, it's, it's less about that whole idea of just, hey, you know, let's get the kids into something. And get into them a sport, right? Yeah. It, it, this is a, a way of life for them. Wow, so wow. When a kid says, hey, I want to do Muay Thai, you know, it's, it's a commitment. It's like, hey, let's sit down and talk about this. Are you right. really ready for this commitment? Yeah. Um, so when you think about the difference between how they view martial arts and their, their art, Muay Thai versus somebody like kickboxing, American kickboxing. You know, hey, you know, Tommy, we're going to put him in kickboxing, get him a little discipline. <laughs> you know, no, yeah. Muay Thai, it's like, hey, you know, if you do this. What's good, Dragons? It's your host, Roy Rob, coming back at you for another great episode on End of the Last Dragon podcast. I have with us Nolan Ferguson, a uh, individual who has been training in the world of kickboxing and Muay Thai for 20 plus years. He gives, uh, gives us a, a lot of insight of why this sport has been become one of the great favorites for training when it comes to mixed martial arts and why it's one of the sports he loves to death. Sit back, relax, get ready to enjoy another great one. And uh, before we get started, uh, another self-promotion time. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Join the movement now. Let's get into some martial arts. Welcome back. Welcome back. End of the last dragon. Your host, Roy Rob. Your seafood for today has another one about to be electrifying as usual. We are going to focus in straight on freaking kickboxing and Muay Thai. I have someone who's been in the game a long time. A good friend of mine, Mr. Nolan Ferguson, hey! <laughs> What's up, man? Thanks for inviting me. Oh, uh, no doubt, man. What's up, brother? How you doing? Oh, man, life. Look, you already know life is really uh, different right now. Expecting a child, so uh, it's good, man. It couldn't get any better at this point. This Congrats! Yeah. Congrats Thank on you, the man. baby. Congrats, Mama Andrea. Congrats, Mama. <laughs> hey, man. That's a that's a that's a such a blessing, man. A and, and new journey. For it's you. a new journey, right? Yeah. So, so everyone needs to know. When I when I say Inner the Last Dragon has the opportunity to discuss kickboxing and Muay Thai, let's 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 start by what is kickboxing and Muay Thai? Let's 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 get some some basics there. So we why is this such a big deal? Um, well, for me, um, just to kind of give you a background of how I got into this, uh, as we were discussing a little earlier, you know, I, I I've always been a big kung fu fan i've always liked the 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 movies uh the 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 kung fu movies from the past bruce lee movies enter the dragon that kind of stuff so 
uh, when as a kid, you know, the the most dynamic part of that fighting was was the kicking. You know, they right. they were kicking all over. Again. Right. Well, yeah, making yeah. the noises and everything. So <laughs> right, right. Um, you know, as a kid, I just I just really you know I loved it. I wanted to do something like that. Eventually, one day, we all wanted to be kickboxers or kung fu artists yeah. at that time. So we would go out in the backyard, play around, and and why you know yeah. with each other and whatnot. So. Uh, it, it started there, but generally the idea behind, uh, or, or what really where how I got into it and what it's about. Ultimately, one day I decided I wanted to learn something, and you know when I went to go look out there, you know kickboxing was uh, it was something that people were still doing. It was there was karate schools, right. there were kickboxing right. schools. Right. Um, but more <laughs> importantly, I wanted to learn. I wanted to know what was you know what was the art. Of fighting that I thought was, you know, was going to be great. Now at that time, I didn't really know a whole lot about jujitsu. Um, but did you know? That's the thing, though. Like, so you've been doing how many years? Let me ask you this first: How many years have you been doing? Kickboxing? Twenty years. So, so at twenty years, twenty years ago, did you have any clue of what you were getting into? Because if you, we're to this point now because of mixed martial arts. <laughs> there's so many um, levels to it. When I say levels, I mean like um, there's not all martial arts are equal. I'll say no, it like that. No. Mm -hmm. Did you know that you were going to be getting into one of the no. most dynamic, mm -hmm. like, like it, it is, if if you are a fighter now, you need to know some portion of kickboxing right. and Muay Thai. You have to know, yeah. You have to. Part, if you plan on being any good at it. Right. <laughs> like that, that, that. I've seen people come with the judo. I've seen some people be successful. But ultimately, everybody, you know, to me, you know, and I'm not trying to judge it in any of the arts, but uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and Muay Thai pretty much lead the game when it comes they, to... You know, they right? lead the freaking game. And, like, so I'm just... I had a shout-out to one of my friends. Her name is Des. Desiree. Desiree, what's good? Oh, she was on the podcast. She does and trains hard in Muay Thai. Mm -hmm. And she's had... She really broke down a lot of the things <laughs> uh, and the importance of, like... It's almost like it's more than just a martial arts. It, it's a, it's there's a ceremony that happens in the ring. Oh, there's group. a, there's mm -hmm. so yeah, it's so much. It's so much yeah. that goes on to it. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, did you know what you were no. getting into? So, so ultimately, and it was kind of reflecting back on your question, like the difference between kickboxing uh, and Muay Thai and what it's all about. Yeah. Uh, when I first uh, got into. Uh, the art, and I'll just say the art because at the time I didn't really know Muay Thai was. I didn't even know what Muay Thai was. Right. But once I researched what I wanted to do, I realized that oh, no, I want to know, learn Muay Thai. Um, so no, I didn't know anything about the, the cer ceremonies. I didn't know anything about the culture or anything. As a matter yeah. of fact, when I first trained, uh, I trained under uh, Fuad Karanovic, who was my my coach. Yeah. And uh, the Bosnian warrior. I know um, Fuad <laughs> Beast Mode. Fuad yeah. Beast Mode. Yeah. Um, and you know, he had a combination of kickboxing and Muay Thai, mm -hmm. um, and his primary focus being a, literally being a warrior. Yeah. You know, ring, you, you smash. Right. Right. Um, so I didn't understand really the, the fundamentals of Muay Thai until I went to Thailand. And once I went to Thailand, uh, every place I went, they broke it down. Wow. Every gym I went to, they broke it down. Wow. Um, and, you know. What's that mean? What's that mean? About Broke breaking it, it down. down. Yeah. What's that? Um, Cause that, that, what, because like, Muay, Thai, Muay Thai in Thailand is a way of life. Wow. It's not just, hey, uh, classes at seven, you know, be there on time, stretch, get out there and start doing things. No, Muay Thai is, is life 
for for many of these people. In a lot of cases, these are, and and, and for those that don't know much about Thailand, Thailand uh, is a third world country. Um, yeah. There's successful people. There's the, some very poor people. Yeah. Um, some of the best fighters, though, are the poorest. Mm. Um, they come from rice rice farms. Matter wow. of fact, the idea of getting out of that way of life, you know, they're given this opportunity, you know, fighting. Ah, right? yeah, so, yeah. So when it comes to America, you know, we do football, we got soccer, we got baseball, but for the most part, it's fun stuff. You know, hey, you know, you learn it as a kid. It's yeah. all cool, fun. Thailand, uh, when they when they look at Muay Thai, it's, it's less about that whole idea of just, hey, you know, let's get the kids into something. And get into them a sport, right? Yeah. It, this is a, a way of life for them. Wow, so wow. When a kid says, hey, I want to do Muay Thai, you know, it's it's a commitment. It's like, hey, let's sit down and talk about this. Are you right. really ready for this commitment? Yeah. Um, so when you think about the difference between how they view martial arts and their, their art, Muay Thai versus somebody like kickboxing, American kickboxing, you know, hey, you know, Tommy, we're going to put him in kickboxing, get him a little discipline. <laughs> you know, no, yeah. Muay Thai, it's like, hey. You know, if you do this, you can't lose. You right. You win. Yeah. Um, and the other thing, you know, so it's the official sport. It is a a way of, like I want to say, it's a way yeah. of life. So when you, when, you, when you first go into Muay Thai, if you first go into a, a, a gym, it, it's not coddling. You know, it's not, you know, let me let me speak to you in a manner that, you know, as a child to help you develop life. No, it's, it's, it's they, they train their kids. Just it's, like they train their adult fighters. That makes that makes sense. So like <laughs> even just hearing you explain that, that makes me think of like um you've once you commit to this, you've committed to that, it's now your job as almost like this is a part of you. Yes. Like you you've you've it's almost like okay, you're about to pull once you pick this bag up, it stays on you. Once you pick that bag up, you cannot drop it. Yeah. So so yeah. that makes me think, you know what? What's crazy? I think about um my first exposure to kickboxing mm-hmm. and shout out to John Claude Van Damme. So ah. that was my, <laughs> he was a guy, man. He was a guy. He was Them like, splits was <laughs> so as a, as a person who grew up watching every martial arts film, he could get his hand or hands on. I was, I was a big fan, big time fan of Mr. John Claude Van Damme. Yes, and let me tell you, my first exposure to it was the movie kickboxing. Yeah. And so like, it's funny as I went to see that movie again. I mean, you can see the goofiness of it, right. but like the it shows a true depiction of that. Like, so his brother, the world champ, mm-hmm. kickboxer, goes over to fight a Muay Thai world champ mm-hmm. over Wasn't in that Thailand. Bolo at the time? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> was it Bolo? What, what was, was that Bolo? Or was that no, no, Bloodsport? Bloodsport? Blood yeah, that was Bolo. Okay. But it was in Bloodsport. But but I can't remember the guy's name. But the point where I was going was that. You could tell the difference mm-hmm. when he got over there and his brothers got his butt kicked. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like it was yeah. like out the gate, yeah, you the champion, yeah. come meet our champion. And he was like, it was so he crazy. Didn't know what was happening? <laughs> he didn't know. He, he was like, he said the funniest part. He was like, hey, I don't think you should take this fight. John Claude was talking to him. He's like, he was kicking the blah with his with his face, and he was kicking like a pole. And he's talking about the dust was falling yeah. down. <laughs> 
and it was all these signs. You know what I'm saying? Like all these. It, to me, I, I just think about. And all the funny the, thing about it, that's a movie. That's you, a movie. You can go to Thailand and they straight kicking poles, dude, with their shins. Yeah. That's crazy yeah. to yeah. me. Okay, so for for new listeners, if you're not familiar with kickboxing and Muay Thai, they use some of these. They build up strength in some of these uh, non traditional. Uh, like I don't even know what called what muscles, but it's shins, forearms, mm-hmm. these areas um, would traditionally be like on the normal person weak, like yeah. a um, but it, be, it comes like strong as stone or strong yeah. as metal. So ultimately, when you kick uh, with your shins over time, you get micro fractures. So every time you you know even if you kick a hard heavy bag, sometimes yeah. you can get micro fractures in your shin. Uh-huh. Whenever you break your arm or anything like that it calcifies on the top so it actually that part where it broke becomes stronger than the rest of the bone seriously so yeah so ultimately same thing goes on with kickboxing so i've actually fractured my shins probably about three or four times fracturing like yeah for real wow but the micro fractures over time it builds up and you can even see a person's shin that's been doing it for a long period they'll have little bumps yeah on shin. so um that's why over time their, their shin gets to the point as well as it kills some of the nerves uh, right, from right. over time so you don't feel the same pain as a shin. I see, shin I, see I, I would see stuff in MMA <laughs> and I'm just like yeah that's a is, is what is it called a knee check? What is it when you check the check the kick or something? I just call something? it a check. Is yeah. this a check? I check kicks yeah. So like alright so explain checking what is that? So, so when a person kicks so one of the uh, one of the fundamental kicks in, in Muay Thai is a leg kick so People don't generally view a leg kick as being something that, you know, would hurt. But ultimately, when somebody kicks you slightly above your knee on the side uh, of your leg, in your thigh area, uh, it hurts significantly. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I tell every fighter that I've trained or worked with, like, in an actual fight, uh, a person shouldn't be able to take more than four leg kicks. Wow. Um, and they should be down. Yeah. You know, if they're not, you're not kicking right or hard enough. Yeah. So, but... Ultimately, of course, over time, tie kicks become, you know, when they train, you know, very effective. But since most people can't take too many kicks, you have to protect your leg from those kicks. Yeah. How you do that is by lifting your knee up and, and literally making them kick your shin. Oh, so yeah. that check is shin to shin. Right. the way it's supposed to be. Right. Um, so if you do it correctly, it's shin to shin. Uh, it can make a clicking noise when you hear it, kind of like two bats coming together. Wow, man. Um, but that, in most cases, is where you get the fracture. So I've been fractured a few times just from people doing some significant leg kicks. Wow, man. Yeah. So that's that's some some straight knowledge right mm-hmm. there. Like, I'm, I always hear a check. I, I, I kind of got the concept because I've never done Muay Thai, but I've seen it. Mm-hmm. And, it doesn't uh, to feel me, good for the average. I, that's what I'm saying. It looked like it hurts. However, you'd rather take that check than to be knocked out. That's not, true, especially with a leg kick. So, yeah, yeah. I've seen uh, a majority of my old teammates um, were known. Uh, Fuad was known for his leg kicks, leg kicks and head kicks. Yeah. Um, and head kick, one good head kick, you're out. Uh, two to three leg kicks, and I mean, it, he would come around sometimes and just smack you on the leg, and you would feel like you couldn't walk. Wow, so that's man. how hard the kicks come. Yeah, yeah. Like <coughs> to to me, even um, I mean, how many rounds were if 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 someone just started and they wanted to do an amateur fight? How many rounds as an amateur do they normally? Amateur is three rounds. Three rounds, mm-hmm. and are the, the usually like a minute and a half, two minutes or something. Uh, it's uh, two minute rounds. Two minute uh, rounds. If they're, it, it depends. Anywhere from two to three. Okay. So um, today most of them are three. 
Okay. Rounds, but, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So that's in my mind. I'm just thinking about like I just remember boxing, and you're already tired. Your adrenaline is rushing, but you your body can be so sore. Yeah. Like, like this is something you, like, I would assume you at least need to build up. It's not like you could just get you in and be like, I'm finna just walk in and do this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I've seen people walk in and do it. And I, I don't understand it. <clears> that's, <throat> that's the new day of, of fighting the day. Oh, my guess, gosh. Yeah, people just not taking the time for the training and just walking in. Oh, my gosh. All right. So get back to your story. So you, you decide this is the martial arts I want to go yeah. into. Yeah. So ultimately, all right. So. Just to break it down, I, I, me and uh, my ex at the time, we uh, went to Paris. Uh, at that time in Paris, it was like 98 or something like that. Uh, they, they didn't have English-speaking st- stations. The okay. English-speaking speaking station they had was the BBC. Okay. And uh, on the BBC was K1. K1 oh, my, K1. yes. So, so here, here's the thing. I already know. Yeah. If you say K1, yeah. I already know, bro. I didn't, I didn't, I had never seen like you know this active kickboxing on tv like yeah. actual sport you know you see like you hear about yeah they got karate in the u.s whatever but no these people were actually like no there's a championship there's a there's a trophy there's and uh anyway so there was this guy his name was ernesto, ernesto. i knew he was coming i and knew it ernesto Hoos is my my favorite fighter all the, all, all day he's yeah. everyone's yeah Dude, he's a yeah. mate. Keep going, keep going. So Ernesto Hoos, but here's the thing: I didn't know who he was at the time. He seemed like a skinny, tall, black dude, and he was fighting this huge guy, and I believe it was LeBanner at the time. His name was LeBanner, and um, I'm like, this dude's gonna get crushed, right? You know? <laughs> I'm looking at Ernesto. I'm like, this dude is it's, gonna get there crushed. There is no way. Yes, no way. yes. He ended the fight with a leg kick to the forearm. So literally, the guy had his hands up, and Ernesto kicks him in the forearm. The guy crunches over, and I didn't. I'm like, "What's going on?" You know. And then here come the refs, you know, and everything. I'm like, I, I'm not even really listening to what's going. And then they call the fight. Oh. And I'm like, "What the hell?" <laughs> I was like, and then they were like, "Yeah, he broke his forearm." So yes. this black dude yes. kicked the guy. In his guard yes. and broke his forearm. Yes. That's a knockout. Yes. And all I kept thinking is, you can win like that? <laughs> Dude, I gotta learn. <laughs> I gotta learn. So, oh my god. Um, brief uh brief story on, on how I actually got into it. I, you know, I always wanted to do it after that. Yeah. Um and I heard, you know, it's Muay Thai. I was like, hey, I wanna do this. So I did more research. On at the time I was a pretty big dude. I was like two two thirty five. Okay. And okay. I needed to lose weight, find out I had high blood pressure, which is another long story. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, you know, I was doing the gym for a while, but I just got bored with it. So right, right, I'm like, right. Let, let me try some kickboxing or something. Right, right. Help the heart, active, actively. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 you know, and I learned something. Yeah. So I was like, you know, I reflected back to that day. I saw it. I'm like, I wonder if there's any Muay Thai schools in St. Louis. And uh, there wasn't. Right. Uh, actually, there was. I just didn't know about it. Um, but there was this place called Absolute Martial Arts, which was mainly kickboxing yeah kickboxing and karate mm-hmm. they make their money off of teaching kids mainly that's that's most gyms right <laughs> right <clears throat> and um anyway but there was a guy there named fuad and uh he looked uh you know like he might be all right he might you be know? legit right he might be okay so <laughs> fuad was a skinny dude he was like five seven maybe 160 at the time yeah and i remember walking in and say i could take this dude any day 
I'm I'm five eleven and a half, two thirty at the time. Yeah, and, like, and I'm looking at I'm like I beat this dude. <laughs> anyway, I signed up for Absolute Martial Arts, and like literally, uh, I, the first time I sparred was probably three weeks into that. Yeah, and I ended up sparring this guy who was a uh, pro fighter. I forgot his name at the time, and I was same thing. I was like I could take this dude too. Yeah. Um, and I remember we sparred, and I got off a couple good good shots. Yeah. But there was a problem. I didn't know I was, wasn't supposed to be going hard. And going hard means, you know, when the when when the buzzer rings, you you, you get a little amped, and yeah. you, you think it's a straight frat fight over in right, college. Right, right, right. And you're trying to knock the <laughs> dude's head knock, off. Yes, yes. So I came out. I got a couple of good good uh, licks, and this did dude did uh, what's called a Superman punch. Oh my god! And, uh, he, I know that punch. He literally jumped up in the hair, and I'm looking at him in the air coming at me his left hand is forward so i'm thinking he's not gonna hit me with that left hand i thought he looked like a jab you know yeah, yeah. and uh next thing i know i saw at the very right. last minute the right hand came hit me on my forehead and uh i was going out i didn't go out but i was like uh-oh uh-oh right and uh Fuat caught me and was all like hey that's it that's it oh, and then Fuat my. looked at me and said hey if you're gonna go hard then they're going to go hard back. Oh, man. That's so fact. I suggest you chill. And I'm like, my fault, man. My fault. Wow. But the funny thing that I remember from it, from the point where he hit me in my head, I just had a smile on my face. Right, 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 you right, know, right. I'm just like, boom. Yeah. I'm just like this smiling. And yeah. I'm like, and he's doing the full eyes like, hey, if you're going to do it, I'm like, I'm looking at full eyes smiling. And I was like, all right. Dude, that, okay. but that's an amazing memory. <laughs> that's an amazing memory, man. Like, he, can you, can you, can you, can you I oh, imagine being like, so when I first started, uh, you telling your child when I first started, <laughs> dad went so hard, yeah, I got Superman yeah, points got to Superman calm me punch. down. And, and 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 then on top of that, I want to say about three weeks later, I know you know, remember a guy named Paul Yurick? Yeah, I remember Paul. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So Paul was at Absolute too. Uh, I didn't know that. Okay. Well, I don't know if he actually was a member, but he used to be in there. As a matter of fact, Paul would help Fuai get ready for his fights. Oh, okay, okay. That's how I met Paul. Me and Paul are real cool. By the yeah. Way. Um and. I remember one day I stuck after class. Paul was helping him get ready for a fight, and they started sparring. And their sparring was frigging ridiculous. Amazing, right? I mean, these brothers went so hard. They were accurate. Every kick they, wow, they put man. out was so hard. You could hear pow. Yeah, yeah, You yeah. know, and. Uh, How is, that makes me think about, like, he, he had to be extremely young. He was really going hard, hard then, 20 years yeah. ago? Oh, yeah, yeah. He Paul, was going. Uh, Paul and uh, Fuat were kind of like in their prime. I don't even remember how old he was. Paul, uh, I am, if I'm correct, I'm still like six years older, six to eight years older than. So Fuat. he was definitely going hard, yeah, man. Going hard. Yeah. So, at the end of their sparring session, you know, they're both bleeding, and Paul's got blood down. Wow, head. man! And all I kept saying is like, man, man, you know. And I'm, and again, I'm, I'm smiling. I'm like, man, I want to get to that level, man, you know, dude. That is crazy. <laughs> like the, 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 the stories you didn't see, like it's, it's an. It's, I have when it comes to St. Louis Muay Thai. There's only one, in my opinion. One other person, and 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 I, you know, I, I will speak about him all day. That knows more and has seen more. And his name is Ron Smith. Ron Smith is is the grandfather of St. Louis Muay Thai. Wow. Yeah. Ron yeah. Smith's the brother that's out of U uh, City. Okay. Um, but uh, he actually, and there's a tidbit about Ron Smith. Ron Smith is one of the first American fighters to ever actually fight in Thailand under Thai rules. Seriously. Yeah. Thailand has laws or had laws at the time that if you were foreign, you couldn't fight ties. Yeah. And, uh, but he 
was under tutelage of another guy that actually was from Thailand. And uh, he took him, the guy that he was training under took him to Thailand. And they thought he was Cambodian. Wow. he had wavy hair. Yeah. This is back in the 70s. Wow, so man. He's seen more. He is the grandfather of St. Louis Muay Thai. If there's anybody to this day, you can't show me anyone that has come out of St. Louis that hasn't been touched by Ron Smith in some way. That's cool. Ron Smith was Fuat's coach, Jason Salufo's coach. Uh, he taught Patrick Christie. He uh, was Quentin O'Brien's coach. Wow, man. Ashley Smashley. Yeah. Everybody. everybody uh, there's another guy, Skinny Joe. Um, everybody has been touched by Ron Smith. That's cool, man. <laughs> That's so cool. So so now you you started into it. You, at what point do you say, I want to try my first fight? So here, here's the thing. Um, my fighting and my fighting career never, I never did well. Um, but how did you know you wanted to do I it? I wanted though? to try it. Um, I wanted to do it uh, because, you know, I'm sparring with everybody in our, in our gym at the time. And I'm taking them. I don't have a, you know, and, I'm, and I enjoy it. Yeah, because it's like, yeah. uh, it's, there's a point where you say, I've been training. And and I didn't realize um, Fuad was probably I and you also got to keep in mind I'm old at this time so by the time it's time to fight that by the time it's time to really I'm, go it's I'm and everybody's 30s. in their twenties you in your thirties yeah, I got late thirties yes you know, so, yes um, I'm doing this and again I wasn't doing this to fight I was doing this to learn the art right um, so but anyway after a while I just wanted to try it um, and the first time I tried it. I was amped. I'm ready to kill this dude. Right. We're actually, I'm actually at the place. We're ready to go. And uh, was pretty much the first time I realized that my blood pressure was really out of control because they wouldn't approve me for the fight. Wow, so, dude. My brother was there, and uh, my blood pressure was like 190 over 110 for those that but, don't know. But that's crazy. And you were still working out really well, wasn't you? Yeah. I was working out every day. Um, and, and, and that's another thing for, for getting rid of, getting ready for fights. You know, as far as in my mind, you train like you do in Thailand, you train right. twice a day, two yeah. to three times a day. So morning I'm running four to five miles Wow. in the evening. I'm doing classes. I'll probably go do some more cardio after. So wow. Man. Hard. Let me, that's a nugget. This is one <laughs> thing. So my show has been, uh, primarily for the opportunities for people of, uh, black people to, to to highlight their love for martial arts mm -hmm. and i think that health component is a big thing they always talk about high blood pressure in Huge. the black community Huge. but i think that's a big nugget right there to really say okay know where you even though you may be working out like crazy you gotta know you gotta know what's know. going on and let me tell you um my my fight weights are in between 155 160 um and you're yeah. a taller guy, 5'10", 5'11". 5'11 and a half. That's what I'm yeah. saying. So, so that's a, at one sixty five eleven, you wouldn't look like you'd have high blood pressure. I, at at one sixty, I'm cut. Um, you know, I'm I'm very strong. Yeah. And uh, but yeah, I was stroke levels. So that's crazy. And, and the funny thing is, I kept fighting this idea that I had, you know, anything. So the mental struggle, yeah. you was battling yourself. You're right, exactly. Yeah. Because I, I'm like, you know, how can I be sick? How can I be, you know? Yeah, I'm in great shape. I'm, I'm running four to five a day. Right, Instead, man. You know, even with with Andre, as you know, we were running sometimes up to six a day. Wow, man. Um, so you would never think that, even under all of that, eating the correct foods, yeah, you know, everything that, yeah, I could have still had. It, yeah. Died. So, so matter of fact, my my favorite fighter, um, uh, he, uh, he, he ended up dying. Um, no, seriously. Uh, 
Here we go with the missing other names. Remember, I told you about this. Um, give me a second. Give me a second. Uh, it'll come. Oh, Ramon. Ramon Deckers. Okay, so where, but, the heck, see, where was the, he from, though? The most popular Muay Thai fighter in Sea House. I just forgot it. But how, but, how <laughs> do, but how does he? But how did he die? Though he had a stroke. Um, I believe he had a heart attack. Wow. Yeah, man. he um would have been. I want to say like maybe forty four. Golly, um, man. Ramon Deckers. If you ever look him up, he is considered. Uh, he is one of the reasons that the rest of the world knows Muay Thai. I'm on it. I'm gonna check him He's out. The most popular and the most devastating Muay Thai fighter. He's beat the ties. Right. Uh, he's gotten uh, one of the most prestigious awards from Thailand uh, for Thai fighters. Wow. Take it that seriously. That yeah. the king gives out awards. Yeah. And they gave it to him. Um, but anyway, I, yeah, I trained with him. As a matter of fact, you actually got to train. You... Yeah, I got to train with him. He, are was, you... he was actually at Vagis. He came down to Vagis and did did a whole day, man. And I are mean, you serious? And we we man, I needed three days after that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pause. Yeah. So you got the chance to meet this. Yeah. Elite level, amazing fighter. I've, I've met a lot of. I've let. I met a lot of the most elite fighters in in in, in Thai Muay Thai. That's amazing. Um, especially being in Thailand. Um, uh, well, I'm gonna say rest in peace. I was just yeah. sorry. I'm so excited yeah. in the moment. Rest yeah. in peace to that fighter. Yeah. He, uh, yeah. Ramon Deckers is uh, like I said. He's he's considered. If you're into Muay Thai at all, you know Ramon Deckers. No doubt, yeah. no doubt. I'm, I'll, I'll know. <clears throat> I probably know him if I saw him, but I'm oh, gonna yeah. look it up. You I'm would, gonna, I'm gonna look would. it up. They call him the Turbine from Hell because he was incredibly strong um, and so fast. Wow. But the thing about Thai and fighting in Thailand and Thai Thai people in general are smaller people, so um, it takes a certain type of person to be able to go and fight Thais. Because see, if yeah. I were to go there, I would even getting down to like 160 pounds. There's there's very few fighters. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, there are a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Lot smaller. Lot smaller. If I found somebody at 160 pounds, I guarantee I'll be in a ring with a guy that's probably pretty chunky. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Uh, they are starting to learn a little bit about Western, so a lot of more bulking up. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Do Dude, what do you, what do you think about <laughs> what do you think about? I know we mentioned already like a nurse though who's he's an amazing person. K one, he's just yeah. amazing. What do you think about my boy Israel Adesanya, man? Oh my God, yes. Is he not? Oh he, my, that's my you know God, what? He man. He is the new Ad Anderson Silva to me. He's I love, amazing, I love dude. His fighting style and you know it, it's unorthodox, um, but he has some very good skill, Muay Thai skill. Yeah. And if you notice, man, the the, the people in MMA that seem to be like the most, you know. The people that everybody loves, like you know, they're not just the grapplers. They're the not guys, just the it's these facts. Are the guys that can come across the ring, facts. touch gloves, do a flying knee. Yes, <laughs> facts, man, and, and knock them out. And you're like, what happened? Facts, man. Yeah, so, facts. Uh, and Anderson Silva, who is a, a very accomplished uh, Muay Thai fighter, he he was a Muay Thai fighter before he became MMA. Um, you can just see his actual Muay Thai skill. Exactly. Yeah. Like I so when I when I got into him because I got so excited, um, everybody like you just heard the buzz. Everybody was like the style bender, the style bender. Yeah, so you yeah, first yeah. see him, the style bender, the style bender. He's yeah. in the UFC and it's like hey, he's doing all this cool animation stuff, yeah. anime stuff. Yeah, I see and, that too. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like <laughs> and you see him doing all this stuff and he and then you start peeling back the layers. Yeah. I start peeling back the and he's like, Yes, he's this elite kickboxer. Elite. He's yeah. won all types of tournaments. He's like champions of all champions. He's taking his L's, but yeah. he's coming to the UFC. And just put his stamp 
yeah. on the freaking welterweight level. Yes. Like he is killing it. You know, and I don't even know the the whole idea behind his name, the style bender. But what I noticed from him, um, and and really some of the elite fighters, stand up fighters, is they're blending styles. Yeah, that's it. They're blending styles, but you still see. The, all of the fundamentals. Yeah. Like for me, I see all the fundamentals of Muay Thai. Yeah. And and when it comes to fundamentals in me, that that's what I'm known for. Yeah. You know, if I do with any teach anybody, if I coach anybody, your fundamentals have to be correct. Right. But when I see somebody like him and I'm like, man, he's able to go into a boxing stance and 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 execute some Muay Thai kicks. Yes. And you won't even know it. You, you won't know, even know you it. You wouldn't even know that there's a difference in the stance right. that he has to take in order to be able to get some of these kicks off. Dude, he it's said ridiculous. I saw one of his interviews. <laughs> I saw one of his interviews and he had just he had he was fighting, I don't know if he had took the 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 title, but he was like, Yeah. So what happened was and you see the breakdown as he narrates his fight. Mm-hmm. He's talking about the combo from the stand up boxing mm-hmm. to hey I immediately went to the same combo, but I used my legs the next time with an yes. S kick. He yes. called it the S kick. Question mark kick. The question mark, yeah. question mark. I said S, my bad. The question mark That's kick. That's American term. And I was like, <laughs> so I was just like, what? And yeah. so like you see the breakdown. He's yeah. like, yeah, I tricked him because he thought that I was doing the same thing. Yeah. Like a, a like in basic boxing term, it'd be like a one, two, three. So, you know, jab, yeah, straight right, and left hook. Mm-hmm. But he came with like, I, I hit him with instead a straight right, a left hook, and I question marked him. And I was like, oh, snaps. You know what I'm saying? And, and it's the same concept. Right. But he, but the person by, on looking at him was right. thinking he was going to come. Oh, he's about to come with the same look. Yeah. No, no, no. The, 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 next, the next step or the next stage in Muay Thai uh, or in the stand-up, uh, you, you're really seeing it through people like uh, Israel. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. They're, and, but you know what? I'm not going to take away from Anderson. Oh my God! Let's let's start. Let's yeah. Let's go first, people. Let's let's go there, man. Because Anderson, I love the Spider Man. (laughs) Everybody loves Spider Man. Come on, let's let's go to Anderson real quick. Brazilian, like he is. (laughs) He is an amazing. The he got because I go back to even when he fought. He fought. Um, what was the name? Pride. That was Pride. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like it was. You start looking at some of his early early fights. fights. Oh my God! So like I was looking at. (laughs) So at the time, this would have been 2008, 2007 and eight for me, where all of a sudden a lot of these things were coming on YouTube and I was seeing, so I'm at work right? and, and I was seeing like, number one, see, it's about 2008. I was seeing Kimbo Slice. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and, and yeah backyard Kimbo, fights. Backyard you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I was watching Anderson Silva right. and Ernesto Hoost. Yeah. And it was also Rampage. Yeah. Those were the four yeah. that was Rampages. just blowing yeah up the internet and then so to see because they kept saying anderson silver anderson silver and anderson wasn't necessarily getting everywhere back then right but he was having these amazing yeah. fights and, that, and that's an important part especially for me as a coach um now is letting people know like look you don't for some reason today in fighting you feel like you have to have the win every day every you know day no, right you're going to get some <clears> losses <throat> before you ever become somebody like an uh Israel or an Anderson. Yeah. So, but yeah, these people have when they started off, you know, they they literally, you know, they paid their dues, right? And, and they didn't come out showy. Yeah. They were, they were sticking to their fundamentals. And yeah. Then, you know, over time, they get you know they get comfortable with their their, their skill. Yep. Um, but you know, and and I see people today, you know, even when they come in training, they want to be flashy. They yeah. Want to do this, no, dude, just concentrate on your fundamentals. That's a nugget, man. Concentrate. Hey, hey, listen, dragons out there, concentrate on those fundamentals. Whatever art you're practicing, 
Stick with those fundamentals and you'll see it grow. You know right. what I'm saying? What they not, say, when the student's not, ready, the master will appear, right? Right, right. Man. Oh, my gosh. All right, so let's let's keep going. <coughs> even on Anderson Silver, or even just tell me, telling me your story, too, as you progress forward, because I kind of touched on that. So you're seeing all these fighters, Ernesto Hoos. You're seeing all these things happening. Who was your inspirations? Or, or, and and kind of dive into that as well. It, it, you know, okay, so... Like Ernesto Hoos was Ernesto Hoos was the first. Now it's funny about that too because you know over time people start saying I kind of look like him because I had the bald head. Yeah, the bald. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then uh, Remy was also a huge one. Badahari was a, another one for uh -huh. him. These are all K one fighters. Um, and I used to try to mimic a lot of what they do: leg kicks and and all right. So there's two styles of Muay Thai. Okay. Uh, one is uh, based upon traditional, which is uh, from the country. Okay. Thailand. Thailand. Okay. And then there's Western boxing western thai boxing okay um, and there's a difference um and and even if somebody ever decides they want to learn you you want to know which one is you're going to be training with it's, wow it's, it's a seriously different. wow that's one a, that's is more a... on a kickboxing level which is k1 style okay um and the other one is traditional there's two different uh fighting do, do both of them have the check where they're able to to um Almost like judo throw a person like like a they catch their leg and they trip them. Do both well, of those have? And that's those? a good point because in traditional tie everything you have the art of eight limbs, so you're able to do all of it. As a matter of fact, whether you come out and do your first fight at 12 years old, you you throw elbows, you wow, you throw knees, you you trip, you throw. Yeah, I see those yeah. tripping and not, and that's like a big yeah. deal. That's, that's They'll catch their leg and be like whoosh, like, and the person to be like bow, like and uh, clinching, which is uh, kind of a stand up wrestling style. Uh -huh. That's when you grab people around the neck in order to throw the throw the knees. Yeah. You try to tie up their arms in order to try to trip them, throw them, or knee them. Okay. So that's called clinching, which is kind of like, kind of like grappling. Like when you when you all on jujitsu ju 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 at first, you know, yeah. you kind of bend over and you feel each other. Yeah. Well, clinching is something similar. Uh, it's the point of trying to gain control of the upper body, mainly the head, uh -huh. to be able to execute knees, elbows. And, and it seems like it's that lock is like lock lock. Like you are you in that clinch when yeah. you in there. If you can get a good clinch, it's hard to get out of, especially if you don't know how. So in UFC and some of the other mixed martial arts, a lot of people don't know how to get out of it. Wow. In Thailand, it's a completely different style of Muay Thai that they teach specific. When I first went to Thailand, they wouldn't even teach you clinch. They wouldn't teach you how to do, do this. It was a Thai thing. Thais have always kept the art real close. Wow. So when I first went to Thailand, I even when I first went to, I trained in Fairtex. Um, I, like I said, I've been around. Yeah. When you first get there, you're not going to learn that stuff. They're not going to teach you that stuff. Wow, now, man. Now, over years. They've been progressing yes, and opening up. Oh, open yeah. Up. So that's why you see everybody a tiger. Now. Yeah, yeah. My, shout out to Charles Johnson over at Tiger <laughs> Muay Thai. That's my guy, man. Yeah, All right, so keep going. Keep going. Um, but but uh, anyway, uh, the, so there's two different styles. Yeah. Um, when I first started, I loved that Remy Bonjanski, that, that that's K1. Hoos, yeah. And that's out of, uh, for the most part, uh, Netherlands. Okay. Um, and that's also, um, uh, that that's also where a, a lot of some of my favorite fighters were from. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. Um, so. I, I kind of go went that route. I kind of like. I love the way they can throw those head kicks, knock yeah, the person out, and all yeah. this other stuff. Um, as I progressed, uh, I started to research more into the traditional Thai. Right, right. So I learned from Fuad. Fuad is is Western style more. Maybe. Okay. And uh, but then I took my first trip to Thailand, and uh, it was a friend of mine that I met up there. He took me to a, a gym in a on, on an island called Koh Samui. 
And it was my first opportunity to see not only uh, how, how they train, yeah. you know, uh, how they got their fighters ready. Um, and then I had a newfound respect for traditional ties. I love that. I love so, that, man. I and love the traditional, that. And, and, and then all of a sudden it's like, you know, and at that point in my life, I, I'm like, I want to learn his clinch. Yeah. I want to learn, learn how to trip, throws. I want to learn all of this. And they did that every day. How, every how, day they spend 40 minutes just clinching. How long did you stay there? Uh, each time I go, I was right at about three, three and a half weeks, almost near the month. Near After a month, a month you have to do a special process. You can't stay there longer than a month. Oh, uh, got so, you. But I always stay there, end up staying there like right at about four months, anywhere from three and a half weeks to four months each time I go. That's great, man. So, um, yeah. So then I, I got this new love for traditional tie. Yeah. And so then I started seeing, it just so happened that when I got into Muay Thai, the whole sport started to get more uh, world attention. Right. So right. ties are coming out of Thailand yep. to fight, and Westerners are starting to go into Thailand and fight. Right, And right. so next thing you know, in Europe, you have this sport that's booming, and, that, and that's kickboxing. And, and, and ultimately, like today, which is uh, if you go to Thailand, there's a uh, stadium there called uh, Max, Max mm. Muay Thai. Mm -hmm. And if you ever want to see what Muay Thai has become today, Go to YouTube, watch Max Muay Thai, and see the fight. So for the most part, Max Muay Thai is taking Thai fighters and fighting foreigners. Wow. So they call it Max because you only get three rounds. They don't do a lot of clinching. They yeah. just they want they want you to bang. You get they give them uh, awards for being active, right? Fighting. So That's cool. I went there probably about two years ago. Man, it was it was like exciting. I believe. So it. ultimately, <clears throat> the, the whole art of Muay Thai has kind of blended. That's cool. Bit. And it, it's kind of like how uh, MMA started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. at then it was judo against this. Yeah, you know. But today it's mixed. It, dude, so, that, just to think about like what you're talking about, <laughs> and I'm sure there's probably traditionalists that just doesn't like that. Mm -hmm. I'm oh, assuming. there's a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I would assume yeah. that's just the natural for, truth of it, yeah. and they will have their reasons for not liking it. Right. I'm assuming. You know what I mean? But Thai people, for the most part, are starting to open up when it comes to Muay Thai. Yeah. Um, but the traditional don't like foreigners yeah, coming yeah, yeah. in. They don't, they don't, they're still, they don't like when people teach foreigners. It's just like the time. kickboxer movie, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So right. crazy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, God, yeah. I, I heard it's beautiful over there, man. Everyone tip. It's nice, huh? Yeah. Well, well, and I heard it's affordable too. Oh yeah, it is. It's starting to rise in price. So, Ultimately, let me put it to you like this. Along with it, you talk about the blending of the, the art of Muay Thai yeah. uh, with different styles and whatnot. Well, Thailand in itself was 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 going through a boom when it comes to uh, tourists. Right. Um, a lot of it started because of Muay Thai. Fighter, foreign fighters wanted to learn. Wanted to learn, right? They come to Thailand, they're like, man, this place is awesome. Yeah. So, <laughs> when I first went there, man, I, I fell in love with the culture. And yeah. again, like I said, when it came to Muay Thai, you start realizing, you know, this, a is, way not of just, life. Yeah, this is not just fighting. This, yeah. is, this is what they do. This right. is their main sport. You know, they soccer's there or uh, football, American football, yeah. whatever you want to call it. Not American, excuse me, football, not uh, American football. But yeah. Soccer is a, is a huge thing. But Muay Thai is their country sport. They right. have, a, right. they have <clears throat> uh, museums. They have official government uh, uh organizations that overlook muay thai it's a huge thing yeah so um but yeah when you go to thailand man it's it's it, bangkok you know it's different uh it, i like it 
Uh, let's put it like this. Bangkok, back in the day when I first got there, I don't know if you remember this song, One Night in Bangkok. Nah. Anyway, there's a song back in the 80s called One Night in Bangkok talking about all the craziness of the stuff that goes on in Bangkok. Is it like that for real? Yeah, man. It's ridiculous. <laughs> so the first time... Hold on. I how was, do I say, tell me how to say it. Is it Phuket? Phuket. Phuket. Yeah. I, I just want to make sure I, I know. I yeah, you, right. everybody else be y'all like for real. Yeah, <laughs> Phuket. Yeah, Phuket. Okay, I just want so to make sure. I've been to Phuket too. Okay, uh, Phuket, but, Bangkok. Okay, yeah. okay. I'm just making sure I'm saying it right. <laughs> so Bangkok is the main city. Uh, back in the day, it, because there weren't a lot of foreigners, anybody going there, you'd be like, "Wow, this is." I'm in the city of Bangkok at this place called Papong, and a lot of people know where Papong used to be at the time, but it was pretty much their red light district area. Wow. And it is popping. They had, they selling everything. They selling all the latest movies that, you know, right, you right, right. fake movies. You know, yeah. you know, <laughs> um, you, you're looking at these beautiful women and realize they're not women. Ah, you know, was, that was, would scare the brakes out of you. you, you were, and, and things have changed, you know, to yeah. the point, but you know, they were learned for what they call lady boys. Um, and, but the thing about it is, is they, that's a hangover that they have. Yes. That's the hangover. Yeah. It, it's true. It's so, it's so real. So even at the time, like me and Paul, we go, me and Paul, uh, we, we would go there one, the last time we ended up meeting up in, 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 in uh, Bangkok and, you know, you get you have to ask if you if you see a, a woman there, you gotta ask. Oh my god! You know, especially if they're really made up and they're very beautiful, you just wouldn't know. You huh? have to ask. That's crazy. Otherwise, you're not gonna know. That's crazy. Most people will tell you because they, you know they don't want to get killed. If yeah, <laughs> like dude, like. <laughs> but yeah, it's, yeah. But anyway, so back in the day, it was very pristine. It was very like you know, it was beautiful. It was tropical. It yeah. was different. Um, Bangkok has changed. Actually, the city of Thailand has changed a lot since. Uh, uh, they're a democracy, but they still kind of like England had had a monarchy. Oh yeah, so, uh, yeah, yeah. That's, it's the third world. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's third. like that was saying they 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 got the whoever. Yeah, it's a lot. So going they got on. a king, or they yeah, had a king. Yeah. And anyway, this king was so respected and loved, to, and and he died. Wow. So okay. uh, I want to say I, I, I don't want to mess up on the time, but I want to say about maybe six, seven years ago he died. Okay. Anyway, since then, Thailand, in my opinion, has changed completely. Um, good or bad? I, I want, it's not a good or bad. It's just it's just different. Just different. I yeah, feel it's that it's different. Um, you would never think that people would would take even you know the death of their king that seriously. Yeah, but it's that serious. I believe it, man. I when believe he died. It. They changed laws. Wow, like you couldn't go out past ten o'clock. It was you know, hey, we're still in mourning and. Um, it was it was huge. Yeah. And so, but when I first went there, like, yeah, I went to this island called Koh Samui, which is ridiculously beautiful, man. It's just like you you can't even believe it. You That's know, awesome, man. So so now you're doing all this training. You're you've had your fights. You you're learning this change. <laughs> Uh, you're starting to know the history. You're starting to know the differences between the traditional versus the Western Muay Thai boxing. Um, what what is what became the next level, almost like the upper glow back from the movies, right? Uh, like we use like, okay, I need to start teaching this. Like so, tell, tell us, tell us how you got so to that. It wasn't really just like, Hey, one day I want to start teaching. Ultimately, uh, Fuad retired. Um, and, but, but before he did, he took me to his teacher, Ron Smith. Yeah. Um, and like I said, Ron Smith's a brother. He's a black dude that runs, uh, he's been doing it since the seventies. Um, he was former, uh, Muay Thai fighter. Um, I want to say my partners dude. know him, man. Everybody knows. Him. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And, and, and let me tell you, he doesn't get the love that he deserves. I feel because that because he is the reason 
all of these people that have come out of St. Louis that have, have been successful in MMA. It's him. It's because I, of Ron Spence. I feel that. Everyone feel has that. been touched, man, just like I said before. Yeah. Everyone. Ashley. So when, so when Fuad took you to Ron, then yeah. what happened? Because Ron instantly will change your whole view on fighting, on uh, why we do this. So he gave you that, that, did he give you the motivation? Or he just was like, you know what, I see something in you. You need to take your knowledge and help pass that on. To well, help. well what, here, here, what I was about to go with this is that I was with Fuad. Fuad is like, hey, we killing them. Right. Get, when the bell rings, I want him to attack. Him. Right, 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 right. You know, and he is that 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 fight that still exists today in fighting. Yeah. You know, Ron Smith, completely different. He is um, Karate Kid. Uh, his, oh, his, Mr. Miyagi. He is Mr. Miyagi. Yeah. And, and 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 it's not something he's trying to do. He's not trying. He is the Mr. Miyagi. So when That's you go cool. to Ron's, he, cool. he is incredibly peaceful. Yeah. One day he invited me over his house in his basement. He has his whole, uh, little, you know, his whole little. Uh, is he bald? He, he's bald headed. Isn't he short? He is not yet. Yeah. Is he short? Shorter? No, he ain't short. He's about six. Six feet. Okay. You gotta, look, one day come when you can come with me. I'm, I'm a roll. I gotta see. But, but bottom line him. is, is and and here's the thing, people. Again, when I say when he is the godfather of this, you know, um, I don't know if you know Jermaine Andre. Yeah, of course I know him. See, that's funny. You know Jermaine, but you don't know his coach. That's crazy. Are you serious? Ron Smith was his coach. Get out of yes. here. Yeah, I definitely know Jermaine. Yeah. Like Jermaine was like the first on first UFC. Right. Exactly. It was so popular. You understand? So that, that's crazy. Ron Smith was was Jermaine's coach. That's awesome. Ron Smith was Fuad's coach. Ron that's Smith awesome. Was Jason Salufo's coach. Wow, man. Patrick Christie, uh, O'Brien. Yeah. You know, so Ron, well, Quentin yeah, is he, my guy too, man. Quentin is well. <laughs> Quentin was under Fuad at the time. Yeah. And Fuad, of course, was under Ron Smith. Ron Smith. That's so cool. All of it goes back. No matter who you mention in in St. Louis, they've all been touched. That's all so cool, man. Um, um, Woodley. Tay T. Woodley, yeah. Been touched. That's cool, man. So, yeah. But uh, anyway, so being with Ron, Ron literally changed my whole perspective on martial arts. Right. Um, to the point where, like, Ron's like, I don't train fighters no more. You know, it's it's not about that to me. Yeah. And then you start understanding what it is about to him. When you go to Ron Smith's school, it's for the most part, it's weird, man. It's older people. I mean... I'm one of the younger ones. What? That, that's because these people have been with Ron since the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. everybody that's been there, you know, a lot of former fighters. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, there, there's a couple of people, man. I'm forgetting names right now, but you'd be surprised, you know, that that they that, used to be under Ron. That's cool, man. So that is cool. When I tell you, you know, I wasn't fighting or anything. My brother passed in 2000. Like I said, he was murdered in 2011. I was going through this mad depression oh man so this is I like some, dark times I, really dark times for me. wow in man. fact you know i used to be pretty good on the financial level and i got hit because of the housing market I'm, you know i do real estate yeah so, yeah um a lot of things were happening when i ended up going with ron and when i tell you he was kind of like that healing force that 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 father figure that just is just like hey I hope he hears this. That's some blessing, man. You giving him his flowers right now. That's, Ron, that, Ron Smith is the dude, man. And that's a, I hope fact, he hears this. That's awesome. There, there's some other people that you know, um, you know, those that have been under Ron understand. Yeah, Fuat understands. You know, like I said, Fuat is that hard. Yeah, we're gonna kill him. Yeah, but he was taught by Ron Smith. So, that's cool. But man. the funny thing, despite how peaceful Ron is, you know, he's still. Oh yeah, oh, that's hands down. I, I've never, <laughs> I can't think of a time 
where it's one of those, it's almost like um, most Muay Thai kickboxers, I mean, it's just, I don't want to just label them as all tough guys, but it just seems to work out like that. Most people are just tough. And, and let me tell you. Know you know what I'm saying? You know mentally what? and physically. We, we that always, mental part, too. Whenever we went for fights uh, under Fuat, we always knew the ones that were punks. It was one loud, obnoxious. Yeah. Um, we, we knew it. Our, you know, the funny thing about we've all been hit hard. We've all been almost knocked out. Right. Knocked out. Right. We, we know that this is not that time. This is not that kind of sport. When we go in there, we're serious. Serious, right? It's not about trying to intimidate nobody. Yep. It's about, hey, I'm going to put you down. Yep. And over time, you know, even with me now, and, and my background, I'm, 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 I used to be picked on in high school. I was a nerd, big time. Um, and still am, as far as I'm concerned. Right. <laughs> um, but the thing about it is, is that, you know, you get to a point, especially when it comes to a certain level of martial arts, that none of this matters. Right. Yeah, yeah. Matter. Yeah. Um, Ron kind of lets you understand that, or he, he, he helped me to understand. That's like, good, you know what? Man. Just th th this life that we're in is much more important than the specific thing that we're doing right now. Right, man. And you kind of open your you eyes. Pick your head up, like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Your head's yeah. down. You're so. You're so... Hey, it's, it's your cards. This is what you're supposed to do. This right. This is what you have to endure. You're going to be fine. And so he, he, he really gave me a perspective on life that really changed my idea about fighting but more importantly when and we're about to go into this issue of coaching um ron uh bestowed upon me uh the honor of being crew now crew is kind of like black belt for oh um, cool 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 wow being a crew means you're now a teacher wow um and the funny thing about it, again, I didn't know all of this. You know, I'm kind of learning stuff as I go along. Yeah, and anyway, yeah. so during my deepest and darkest time period. Um, and you're I, years in by this time. I'm big time. Yeah, as a matter of fact, this is uh, 2000 and maybe 13. Wow. 14. So, yeah, you've done it so many years. And all of a sudden, you're going, to, you're going, yes, and you're going through a <coughs> tough time in life really, now. Really tough time. And, uh, you know, at this point, I'm not fighting. I'm not right. training. I'm not coaching. I'm right. Not, I'm just pretty much, I don't even know what the heck I'm supposed to be doing. This right. I'm, but, you know, I need to keep in shape. So, I, I'm, I, you know, and I'm going to run. And, and anyway, he bestowed this this honor of crew. And at the time, I have to admit, I didn't really understand, you know, the 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 breadth of, of, of that. Um, and then further along, it's funny, uh, one of my friends and also uh, a fellow crew, uh -huh. um, Brady Tolliver, um, he he had to explain another day after receiving cruise ship or the honor of being, you know, a, a teacher or coach. Um, probably about a I don't even know how exactly how long, but uh, one day after class, um, Ron threw a vest at me, and this vest is the the cornering vest. He had a cornering vest, um, which you see a lot of the corners in the yeah. And and I didn't know. It. I was like, hey hey, okay, all right, you know. <laughs> It's a real funny looking loud right. vest. All right. I had that vest for probably about two to three years. One day me and, and Brady were talking in my house and we were just sitting talking, having a beer. And Brady's all like, What do you think that vest was about? I'm like, honestly, dude, I had no idea. Didn't nobody say nothing. He just threw it at me and it was over with. You know, I took it home, ended up in a box in the attic. You know, I didn't know. Anyway, Brady told me about it and he was all like, dude. Ron was telling you, you're the next dude. You're, you're. This is your, this is your honor. This is your direction. Oh my you god! You should be coaching. This is your coach. You're, you're the only one in here that is 
taught. You've been to Thailand. You didn't train. You didn't. You didn't coach. You didn't fought. He's like, he's bestowing that upon you. That's like, crazy. And then I'm like, okay, all right. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> and 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 you know, and I didn't understand again. But you know what? I didn't understand this 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 whole idea, family. This this whole idea that it's not just about winning it's yeah. not just about going in there and you know it's not just about hey how do i knock this dude out that this is something beyond just the sport of of fighting it's right just, this is this is next level stuff yeah man so yeah. funny thing is that's is, so cool man i'm sorry i'm sorry to cut you off but that's amazing yeah. that's an amazing story it's, it's 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 still to this day i'm like wow okay keep going keep going. <laughs> so anyway we're talking about coaching like you know, I, I've cornered, I've coached, you know, uh, I actually coached uh, Ashley uh, Cummins' first fight. Yeah, um, yeah. Which is funny. Smashly. Smashly in the building. <laughs> um, and I've coached a lot of people's first fights. I coached, I took uh, our team to uh, the Iowa International Muay Thai Championships. Cool, man. Where Quentin uh, killed it. And yeah. so did uh, all of our fighters. Uh, uh, Micah Bagby killed it. Yeah. This is their first time in tournaments. These people go on to be um, – Champions, uh, Quentin went to fight in uh, K1. Right. Uh, the guy right. Named, right. There's a guy named uh, Skinny Joe who went on to fight in America's largest fighting Muay Thai fighting uh, sport, uh, Lion. lion yeah, fights. that's right. So um, I've had those opportunities, but really, you know, when he gave me this, uh, you know, bestowed upon me this whole crew thing and, and the vest. I never used it. You know, I'm like, okay, this is, you know, but when Brady taught me about it, funny thing is, is Brady to told me about it after. That's uh, when the light bulb hit it. Hit, dog. Right? I mean, when I, well, wait a minute. He told me after a guy named Daryl Cobb asked me to coach him for his, uh, a fight. He's a pro, pro fighter. Yeah. Daryl Cobb. And Daryl uh, is, is still with, you know, Andre. Um, I don't really understand all of the things that happened, but, you know, he asked me to help him get ready if, and asked me if I'd coach him. Yeah. And uh, ultimately, we knew this guy he was fighting was going to be a, you know, a little bit of something. Um, but the bottom line is, is that, you know, and, and me and Brady, when we're talking, I was like, because he told me about this. He's like, I took this, this fighter and we, we made him into, we, took, we, we agreed on what we were going to do from the beginning. Yeah. And it, it showed when he actually fought. And yeah. it was like, wow, this dude did it. Yeah. And I, I, you know, I felt real proud of it. I'm sitting here talking to, to Brady. I'm like, man, you know. Everything we, you know, we talked about. He did it. That's he performed. It. He he came out there killing it. That's good, man. And uh, the funny thing about it, he's like, yeah, that's why Ron gave you that vest. That's why. I'm like, the vest? <laughs> what you talking about? It's like, dude, he was telling you that was, that's you. You did it. You did exactly what he said you were going to be able to do. So, oh, my God, man. Um, so this idea about coaching, you know, honestly, it, you know, some people be all like, hey, I want to be a coach. I, that wasn't my intent. You know, I didn't. I never, you know, just like, hey, I want to be a coach. And Ryan saw it in you, man. It's and, like, and he honestly, saw it. man, and 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 honestly, I was like, wow. When I say I'm wild by the moment, it yeah. really changed my entire view about fighting. Oh man, I feel awesome. like right now, I can train anybody to be a killer. Right. I really do. I yeah. believe that. Yeah. But at the same time, before you get there, I'm gonna show you something different about life and why we're doing this in the first place. Right, right, So, right. yeah, when you get in that ring, you're going to kill him. Yeah. But I I, I want to talk to you now. I want to get you somewhere else. That's so awesome, So by the time man. you get in that ring, first of all, you're going to be calm. Yep. 
you're going to accept whatever happens at the end of this. Yeah. And you're going to fight your ass off. Yeah. That, that, that's, so this is in me now. Yeah. About, you know, Muay Thai. Um, and I really only had the opportunity to do it really the way I, I know it's meant to be done with Daryl. Right. So I've had a couple of people ask me, you know, hey, can you help me with this and get ready for a fight? Um, or can you do this? And But you know what? It's like, yeah, you, I could, but no, we, we got to do it this way. Yeah. And there's only been really at this point one person that's, I feel completely worthy, has been worthy of that. And that's been Daryl. That's cool, man. Daryl is a killer. And if you look up Daryl. I'm on it. I'm on it. So now, so now let's, let's, let's go here because this mm -hmm. is important. You've already hit this next phase. What do you suggest? Because my, like I said, I have listeners out there. Somebody said, I'm thinking about getting into it. What would you tell your younger you? Number one advice mm -hmm. right and number two what do you suggest they start so what advice would you give yourself younger you and then what okay. would you suggest a new person that wants to get into the sport to start it younger me right off the bat and this is specific to me um my health not only back then but today is the most important thing in this uh, you know despite true. that muay thai is physical and you can get some broken stuff you can get hurt yeah um you can get knocked out. But so what's true, most man. important, your health is important, Nolan. Get to the doctor. That's so and I true. know you don't want to take these pills. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, especially for me at the time, because uh, having uncontrolled high blood pressure could have meant me dying. Yeah, man. But Gosh. what it ended up doing was enlarging my heart. Wow. Making me gas quick. Wow. And that was the biggest issue yeah, for me, is yeah. gassing. I could be running six miles a day, but once you intensify that. Yeah, like, your, your heart rate goes to Heart elevates. rate jumps because you're trying to get oxygen to your brain. Yeah. And high blood pressure doesn't allow you to do that. Wow. So I had no idea because, you know, I'm running. I'm like I'm running six, seven, whatever, you know, yeah. miles a day, but still gassing. So that's what I would tell me. Younger you, gotcha. Yeah. Um, for kids that want to or anybody, kids, anybody. anybody yeah. trying to get into martial arts, first of all, you know what? I honestly, although you might want to look at the end, you know, you want to see yourself as holding your hand up on the wind, having the belt or whatever. You know what? Forget about it right now. You know, there are too many people that want to fight to be that next UFC. Right, Israel, right, 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 right. All of these people are coming in, number one, in my opinion, for the wrong reasons. Right, right. On top of the fact, like, I, I remember, you know, helping Lance Benoist when he first had Yeah, first Lance, UFC. good old Lance. Shout out to Lance. Shout I remember this Lance, my guy. Yeah. But I remember, you know, that, 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 that fire he had, you know, but you're not just talking about a fire that from somebody just walked in the door. Yeah. It's somebody that's been doing this. Yeah. You know, yeah. people don't want to pay their dues today. Yeah. And when I say dues, I don't mean it like, yeah, you got to get knocked up inside the head. You have to look. If you start off in martial arts, you want to be the person that will be a regular winner. Right. At the end. Yeah. So slow down. Yeah. Learn your yep. fundamentals. Yeah. If they tell you to kick the bag with the right kick for one hour, you need to do it. You need to do it. So humble yourself. T take some humble Humility. Pie. Let me tell you another thing. Yeah. Even though I had some great coaching with Fuad, the first time I went to Thailand, and this is a, probably about five years into doing this, I went to the first Thai gym, and they pretty much told me all my stuff was wrong. Wow. You need to start over. Wow. 
So for the first three weeks in Thailand, they're reteaching me how to kick. Wow. Reteaching me how to front kick. Reteaching me how to, to everything that they're. Is, is that the teep? Is that what the they teep? call it? Yep. The yeah. teep is the front kick. Yeah. Wow, man. So everything they're reteaching me. Yeah. It, it, and, and, and this is the important thing when it comes to me, even today, whether I, you know, I, I've, I, I've trained fighters over at, at Watson's. I've trained, you know, a lot of different places. Yeah. But when I do fundamentals, I'm like, look. Forget about getting your workout in at this point. You know what? You know, forget about this whole idea you're going to be a fighter. And then let's work on the movement. basics. Let's right? work on movement. Yeah, let's work on, man. Let's work on your on your, your fighting stance. I it's love off. it, man. That's, that's, <laughs> but that's a that's a big, important part, man, that some people just forget. But it's, I think it's the fundamentals that fundamentals. that that, that, be, that, that get, creates the champion. Right? Dude, I see people today, especially, you know, our local fights and and. How you in the ring? Yeah, you shouldn't even be in the ring. Yeah, that's, that's you know you don't yeah. have you don't even have the proper stance. You don't have a jab. You don't have a cross. Yeah, you know. So what I see today is a lot of people wanting to be the fighter, but don't want to put in what it takes to be there. I see what you're saying. Man. I have come from a, 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 a I've come from a background, Fuad and all the rest. These were serious fighters. These are people that didn't mind. I mean, at the time, it was unheard of for you to fight. Without at least doing this for a year. Yeah, yeah, like like, like at a least year. built this in, right? Right. And I've seen people even to this day, two months in, they're in the ring. And 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 that's what I think is so. If my advice to young people, first of all, find you an excellent coach. Mm -hmm. Find you somebody that you know teaches correctly. Yep. And submit yourself. Humble yourself, just yep. like you said. I like it. Learn your basics. Now, where, where, if, uh, where would you, like, how do, how do people, is if, if this is cool, how do people follow you in your story, if it's possible? Mm -hmm. Do you have something out there like an Instagram or anything like that? It, or if yeah. not, it's no big no, deal. Okay. Just shout out your school, whatever works. So ultimately, um, uh, I, I kind of walk around now. I feel like. Uh, you know, what's the guy, the Ninja Yoda? Turtle Master? Oh, oh, you talking about? Uh, that's a. Uh, 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 I forgot his name. Splinters. But, yeah. Master Splinters. Splinters. I just, you know, so I, I don't have a a home. I I'm uh, constantly at Ron Smith's. Um, I still uh, fill in and, and teach over at, at Watson's Martial Arts. Mm -hmm. um, so if you want to find me, I'm on Facebook. Just look under my name, Nolan Ferguson. I got you. That'll and, be in the show notes. I got all that's that. That's what's up. And, that's then, and then lastly is, uh, you know, honestly, if you know a Muay Thai fighter, you'll see Nolan Ferguson somewhere. I, I, I am the old head. And it's funny. I even had somebody recently come to me, and he was uh, over at Ron Smith's. Uh -huh. And anyway, he ended up going to St. Charles MMA. Yeah. And he came to me one day. He's like, dude. Everybody told me about you. Like you've been doing this. For I'm like, yeah. I mean, <laughs> what do you mean? Like, you know, was I supposed to be having a jacket with all of my credentials on it or something? <laughs> so, but yeah, oh, really? I am around. I am, and and uh, and I tell you, I, I I love the art of Muay Thai so much that you know I don't I don't just come and holler at me. You can come That's to the house real. or. I'll come to where you at, and we can we can talk. Now I got to put you on the spot. So at the end of every episode, uh -oh. I have this challenge. Uh oh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> you have to answer for me one of Roy Rob's trivia questions. Oh God, yeah. Right. I'm gonna put Look, you on the if spot. I know man. it. I may not. I may not even remember. Let's let's try to do. <laughs> I'm. A, I like to do fun stuff, man. Um. So name for me. Ooh, I'm gonna make it real tough. Did you uh -oh. game at all? Were you a gamer? No. 
No, so that's perfect. I'll make it easy. I don't even watch TV. Because I was going, I was going literally, I was going to hit you with name for me a kick uh, a, a Muay Thai fighter or a kickboxer from a video game like Street Fighter, and I was going to say Sagat, like Sagat, like you know what I'm saying, like I remember but, Street Fighter. Yeah, I remember playing it. Yes. I don't remember no names. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but give give me uh, three uh, martial arts movies that feature kickboxing or Muay Thai. Kickboxing and Muay Thai, or either or. Uh, Kickboxing so or Muay Thai. And, and and quick, quick. The thing is, uh, the Last Dragon is 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 one of my favorites. That's my um, favorite. Yeah. Speaking of which, I um, I got to meet. Uh, Tom Hart? No, uh, Denise Matthews. Uh, Get Vanity. out of here. Yeah, so me and Right before she died, we, we actually used to talk a lot. Dude, I would have loved. Oh hey, I, I dressed. Hey, I dressed. Me I and my missus. I love her, man. I love what, her. That was everybody's love, wasn't it? It was everybody's love. Oh my man, god. Vanity Boy was. Oh yeah. my god! Yes, 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 yes. So All right. yeah. Uh, so that uh, Enter the Last Dragon. Um, no, no, no. Yeah. I need a kickboxing movie. I'm talking about like, like. Um, like the Van Damme type yeah, stuff. Yes, like like so kickboxer. I gave you one. You need two more. I gave you one. So we got kickboxer. Yeah. So oh, so you wouldn't cause yeah, that's that's more kung fu to him. Yeah. So so give me uh give uh, me uh whatever Van Damme movie because you could do like two of his easy. Know, yeah, yeah. See, it's the names, man. Blood so, sport. Uh, Come got, on. All right, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Give me, give me, give me. Give all right, yes. Take your time. Take your time. Uh, Take your time. Give me one. I mean, one. it's been so many. Give me one. Blood sport, uh, American Ninja. I don't, man. I don't. Come on, man. See, this, this is this is part this of is the tough hit. part. This it, is the truth. You gotta give me. Years. All right, or or we could do this. Give me two fighters from Pride. You already gave me Ernesto, uh, so that's one. From Pride, yeah. Any, or, or any, K1. Or K1. I'm sorry. Give me two other fighters from K1. Um, Remy Bonjanski. Okay. Uh, Badahari. Yeah, there you go. There you Bada go. Ari, Remo, look, look, you made it easy on there me. Thank you. I'm like, man, you got to have something. He's like, I know Peter you, Arts, I man. Know we can't forget, one, about, can't forget about Peter Arts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, they, wait, hey, thank you so much again, Nolan, man, for hey, doing man, your you thing, for having, having you on this. Hey, this is another Into the Last Dragon original we brought to you. It's all about kickboxing. It's all about Muay Thai. And we thank this brother for coming in. This won't be the last time. I will have this brother on again as long as he permits me to have oh, to come back man so hey i appreciate it my man enter the last dragon signing out